Hey, yo, what's up, y'all? And welcome to All Talk No Chaser. Once again, I'm going to call this the love addic- the addiction. I'm talking about love addiction. What can be both? Love addiction, love addiction, <laughs> whatever, you know. But this is in celebration of good old Valentine's Day, y'all. Y'all y'all already know who I got on here. The one, the only. She don't need no introduction. Semi C, say what's up to the people. What's up? And I have a special guest on with us tonight since it's all about that love and that good old sweet thing. Hey, girl, what's your name, girl? Rachel. Rachel. <laughs> Y'all know, Rachel, I had on a couple of segments back in the um, heyday. She's trying to make a reappearance. She missed us, you guys. So make sure y'all give Rachel a good warm welcome back. But like I said, y'all, this is the love addiction edition. Look, what am I? Love addiction edition? And you addicted to love, that's why. Hello. You addicted to love. I'm addicted to love. Okay. Uh, One day I'm going to know how to produce really well. I'm going to have like little snippets of songs and stuff like that just pop up when we have situations like that. (laughs) Tonight we are going to answer a couple of questions out of the tonight's conversation relationship debate uh, box of cards here. And we thought it would be fun just to give our own little opinions on some of the questions they have. But some of these questions ain't no joke. Um, and I'm going to start us off and I want each of y'all's opinion on this. Okay. After, or this is a question, not opinion. Well, I didn't want you to explain. Anyway, after having amazing sex, your significant other asks if it's the best sex you've ever had. It is not. Would you tell the truth or lie? Explain. Sammy, why don't you go ahead and then I'll tell you. Oh, I, I, I'm telling the truth. Sorry. I mean, I, I maybe you guys don't know this, but um, if you've ever been with a Virgo, we're, we're super straightforward. Sorry. You're just going to get the honest and brutal truth. And we're actually probably going to be like, if you say it hurts your feelings, we would kind of be like, oh, it did? Because <laughs> <laughs> like, like, we like... Look, we just, our brains don't work like that. We're going to be like, oh, okay, sorry. Okay. <laughs> I ain't mad. I ain't mad. Uh, Rachel, uh, I, I agree with Sam. Y'all, I, I'll tell the truth. Well, have you ever had an experience with anyone? I, I, I did. It was with a guy, and um, he wasn't good. I had to tell him. What did you say? He asked me why wasn't it good, and I had to tell him that his. How did he know it wasn't good? You just like, oh, and by the way, the sex was horrible. Because he asked me, he was just like, ooh, that was good, and I was like, oh, and he was like, what? Why? Why do you feel like it's that good? I said because I didn't feel anything. He said, "Why do you feel it's not that good?" Yeah, and I said, "Cause I didn't feel anything." Oh, so so it, it so it was really was not about the motion in the ocean. It's about the size of the boat, is what you're saying for you, huh? Uh, at least for I'm me. <laughs> well, y'all, but, but wait a minute, though. Hold on, Mitchell. Who the hell is you talking to? Where they actually even ask you ridiculousness like that? What did you say? She said, who was you even talking to for them to even ask you something like that? This dude, when I was in high school, he went to Castlemont. And he oh, was God, little... enough said. You said Castlemont. <laughs> <laughs> he was a baseball player, and he was on the choir. He was on the choir? <laughs> well, he was in the choir. Oh, okay. Sorry. <laughs> like, he took the whole choir down? Like, I mean, he, he, he Was it a hip-hop choir? I... Was it a gospel choir? Like, what? 
but yeah, that that happened. Um, okay, well, you asked for me. You guys, y'all know my personality by now. You guys ought to know that I'm going to say something. I'm going to tell you if you was the best I've ever had. I'm going to tell you if you was the worst. I'm going to tell you. And I've been in both situations where I was like, you know what? Out of everybody that didn't have sex, you were the best. And I've also been in situations where it's like, uh, I never, I can't say I said this person, you was the worst, but definitely. I've had better. Definitely. Yeah, definitely <laughs> wasn't the best. So, I mean, ladies and gentlemen, I will hope you will be honest with your partner, if especially if you plan on um, having sex with them again. Like, be on, Honesty is the best policy. Because some people just really need their bubble bust because some of these people, if they even asking you this, it's something about that ego that I just ain't feeling. Because I, my proof is in a pudding, baby. I ain't gotta ask you this. That all the the, the sounds I hear coming from from your mouth would tell me all that I need to know. Okay, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rachel, give us another one. Um, you're dating a new person, and the oral sex is horrible. How would you teach them to do it right? Hmm. You better take your ass to YouTube or something. I mean, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm too fucking old in this game to be fucking doing a damn educating. Don't hell tell me YouTube X. got classes on Go, the videos. Because hey. I'm about to get on right now. Hey, okay, I like, was watching this show and they had tutorials on how to kiss with a cupcake. So you might as well go to YouTube. Oh my <laughs> God. You know what? I never had to teach anyone how to give me oral sex, but I definitely had to teach uh, a couple of people how to kiss me right. I will say that. And, and I always, the way I do that, ladies and gentlemen, you know, I, I'm, Currently, I'm not teaching right now because I'm like, I don't know, one of those things you call a committed relationship or whatever. No, but whatever. <laughs> she's still teaching, but you know what I'm saying? It's with me. You, yeah. <laughs> you know, and you know, my, the, the, what I always say, I'd be like, look, let me kiss you how I want you to kiss me. And usually, I say eight times out of ten, it worked. And for some, it was just a lost cause. But I would, I would, I would imagine, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Not a lost call. I would imagine the best way to um to teach someone is to basically demonstrate demonstrate it yourself on how you want to be done. I mean, me, I tell people all the time, look, I learn, I'm a visual learner. You can write what you have, whatever you want down, honey. I can read it three or four times and I still be like, I don't get it. Um, but if you show me, <laughs> if you show me, I'm a quick learner. You know, what I'm oh god, oh god, oh god, oh god, okay, okay, that was good, that was good. Um, we have another one here, um, and it says a man is dating two women, he lies to one about this and is truthful with the other. Which relationship does he value more? The one he lied to. Mm. Yeah, I agree with that. And I'm only saying that from experience because basically I was lied to by somebody. He, he never lied to anyone else in any other relationship. And I said, why did I get lied to? And he admitted and he said, because you were the person I was most scared of losing. Mm. 
Yeah. So I, I feel like when they lie, it's you're the one they care about the most. Yeah, because they don't want to hurt you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, the other person is like, okay, well, I'm going to be honest with her because I don't but care I don't really whether she you. come or go. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, yeah, uh-huh. I'm fucking him, yeah. her, this way, that way, and however other way. Like, But because you know, like, you don't care if this one stays or goes, but the other one that you lie to, um, that's where, you know. Now, this is not us women speaking for men. But this is us, like basically saying that we can understand that if that was a male's answer, we as women understand that. Because mm-hmm. again, we've been that's been said to us multiple times. Rachel, you had something you want to um, add to that? Yeah, I was the one that was actually doing that. I would lie to somebody that I really liked, and then this person who I wasn't really feeling, I just tell them straight up, like, "This is what we're doing," and you like it you like it if you don't you don't but i'm over here mm. and I've, I've heard a lot of people's feelings yeah so is this a confessional <laughs> what? i'm just saying like, i agree with the no, question like no. Cannot see Julia, but the look on her face is like I feel like this is something you should have told me before. Like, no, 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 not. A, I'm, I'm just thinking like, uh, is this a confessional? I, mean, I guess I was just telling the story. I was like, my serve as a confessional, but it's just, no, you're just like because you know because it's like it made thinking back about it, it made me hurt, it hurt my feelings again like damn i heard these people now feelings. your feelings are <laughs> like yeah like damn okay <laughs> i really hurt oh. these people's feelings so it just kind of like made me feel some type of way okay thank you for sharing you're welcome <laughs> In other words, yes, yes, it, it was Rachel confessional time. Okay, okay, it, it felt like it. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. We're not going to turn this into my show. No, you're not. <laughs> okay, here's another one. Your life partner is wrongfully sentenced to 20 years in prison. Would you be willing to abstain from sex until they get out? Explain. No. Anyone else? We breaking up as soon as he go to jail. Wow. So you never believe that the person in the first place. I'm not about to wait 20 years. Well, I understand that, but I mean, I wouldn't have been. Uh, What if you was wrongly accused of something and you went to jail and I was like, well, we can just break up right now. You might as well, because you ain't going to wait 20 years for me. This ain't about me. We going off. No, no, no. Stop that. You're not about to do that. Because you were so, we're breaking up. So I'm saying, if it was you, just, it said wrongfully accused. So no, right. if, if, if you wrongfully accused, okay, I'll try to stick it out with you. But that's still a long time to go without it. Hmm. That's all I'm Even with to all say. the stuff that, like, the toys and... Sometimes you want to feel the real thing. Just saying. How long would you wait out, though? If Like, how long? What, what's too long? Like, after what? A day? Two days? Two weeks? Because, too long. Like, why is well, because I'm, in here? No, but hold on. Because she initially was like, we're breaking up on the same day. Remember, that was her initial response. So I'm, I'm curious. I'm curious. I mean, I probably wait, like, I don't know, five years if I really care about the person, but 
after that, I mean, it's it's gonna get hard. Like your toys gonna lose batteries. You gotta get some more. It's just that's not toys work. I I don't want to do that. I want to feel the real thing. I am just saying. Sam, what about you? If uh, your well, husband was wrongfully, first of all, <laughs> you know it's a lot easier for me to answer because. My husband didn't go to prison, but uh, like, so, <laughs> so, you know, it, it's easy for me to give that answer. To, but mind you, it wasn't no 20 years now. Okay? Right. And, but you and waited. Also, and, and we were kids. And, and no, I did not. Like, but the thing is, we were definitely kids. Like, mind you, he went when I was still in high school, but he was an adult. So that was like a piece of it during then. Right. But if it were now and let's say it happened, I, I could definitely wait. But it's also a lot easier for me because I'm not one of those people where I'm like, oh, I'm obsessed with sex. I must mm-hmm. have it. I, I right. actually really kind of don't care for it. And oh, I my gosh. Like, so I, <laughs> Everybody I just confesses. Well, damn. Like, so I don't I don't. So I don't Jeez. really care. So since oh. I don't care. Yeah, I'm all right. <laughs> Because well, me for me, because people, everyone experiences intimacy in a different way. And for mm-hmm. me, I I would only have an issue with waiting if it was one of those situations where I couldn't see you. Meaning, like right. if like you can't see the person, because there are some situations where you can't even go see the person. That would be a problem. Right. Right. Yeah. So like that, that would be like a total, that would be a total issue for me. But like, as long as you can see the person and my whole thing is, is that if I feel like I'm your real down partner, I'm going to do whatever the fuck I got to do to get your ass the fuck out. Cause you didn't do it. Right. <laughs> like, right. So like, so that, that's, that's me personally. So I don't care if I got to call up Kim Kardashian or whatever I got to do, but that's what we about to do. <laughs> um, you know, my, you know, I know at first I was like, no. Um, honestly, it would depend on what they are wrongfully accused of. See, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And I know you probably thinking like, well, if they, they was wrongfully accused, they was wrongfully accused. Correct. But if my thing is, if it's a significant amount of evidence showing that it was a strong possibility, they could have murdered all 15 of these people, then, you know, Listen, I mean, that case gonna have to come around real quick and real fast to prove you innocent for me to wait around. And it, to be honest with you, it wouldn't even be about the sex for me. It would be about literally just mainly the intimacy. Um, I'm not exactly like some, some Sammy where she don't like sex or whatever the case may be. I'm more so on like um, sex starts with me with um, intimacy. That's how that's how it begins. So before we can even get to the grand finale, because to me the sex is the grand finale. Um, I need to have that intimacy. I need that flirting. I need that touching. I need that kissing. I need that. So that would be the things that I would desire and that I would miss. Not so much the act itself. So I mean, hey, hopefully that never happens. Hopefully, Rachel, whatever crimes and stuff you commit, you get away with them. And <laughs> you know, get not away with me. I mean, <laughs> you won't have to go to jail. Exactly. I mean, so. I'm not gonna commit any crimes. Hey, listen. <laughs> and if I do, I'm not gonna get caught. No, okay. Well, that's the that's the best that's the bit your best bet. Um, okay, what you got? Oh, um. This question, 
A woman feels her significant other should take care of the domestic duties since she pays all the bills. He responds, no, cooking and cleaning makes me feel less than a man. What would be your advice for him? Um, are you disabled? <laughs> I don't, I'm sorry, I don't know why y'all laughing, but I, I'm, I'm a thousand. Are you disabled? Because, like, I mean, you better have a good reasoning. Are you, are you, wait a minute, I'm, I'm sorry, is he working? He's the breadwinner. No, she's the breadwinner. Oh, she's the breadwinner. She's yeah. paying all the bills, and she asked him to take care of the domestic duties since she's paying all the bills. Okay. And he said, no, cooking and cleaning makes me feel less than a man. So, again, are you disabled? So, if cooking and cleaning make you feel less than a man, what makes you feel like a man? Going out there wrestling so, I, with I mean, I don't, I don't tigers mean and lions and bears? Like, So, I mean, uh, what about me? What about the fact that maybe I want to be in my soft girl era? I don't want to be out here hustling and bustling and paying all these bills because that makes How me feel like a relationship just supposed to be a partnership, period. Th th thank right. you. You know what I'm saying? Regardless on what um, you two agree on what the roles should or should not be, it still should be something that we both agree on and commit to as a partnership. So it's like, um, if, it, it just like in mine and racial relationship as of right now you would say like i'm the breadwinner in the relationship but she cooks she cleans and it's not just because she's a female and i hope that you guys understand that but it's just like to be sure that the roles are evenly accommodated amongst you know the both of us as i cook and i clean as well you know what i'm saying it's never something that we necessarily sat down and felt that we had to talk about on office because it's the same sex dynamic or um we just came into it with that understanding. I never really felt like, you know, oh, um, if I'm, since I'm bringing home the majority of money and paying the majority of the bills, then you need to be in here cooking, cleaning, washing uh, the clothes. And I just never had that, that mindset. You know what I mean? Because again, like in my mind, a relationship is a partnership. No, it definitely is. Like, so, yeah. I mean, to be very clear, to be that is my relationship. I am a hundred percent the breadwinner. My husband doesn't work at all. Again, though, but my husband disabled. Right. Like, right. So you know what I mean. So just to be just to be clear though, due to him being disabled though, he still for the most part did the cooking and the cleaning. He was the one that would go do the stuff with the kids and would also pick up the groceries. Mind you, if we go on vacation though. I did all the work with the kids and the planning and stuff, and he got the break because he, why? He would be at home all the time with them. So that, that's how we always did it. But now, you know, my husband is a little bit sicker, so I end up having to pick up more. But also, you guys, my kids are also older, so they can kind of do for themselves too. So like, but at the same time, though, that's ridiculousness. I think that the problem, why you get into issues like this is, is because People don't talk before they get together. Right. And before they do all this moving in. Like, literally, oh, my God. Matter of fact, this is actually crazy enough. Kind of occurred at the job today. I literally had somebody tell me, be like, oh, Sam, I, I think you need to go talk to this girl. Why am I going to go talk to her? Well, you know, she didn't already let the man move in with her about after two months. What the hell I'm going to do? I'm not her psychologist. I'm not her mama. 
Like, as, I, why I got to teach her them life right. lessons? Like, right. that's all I'm saying is, but I think it's because we are in this era and generation where everything won't, everybody want things Amazon fast. And, you know, and they want things, you know, told to them in like Twitter directions, you know, 150 characters or less. And that's the problem. So I just I just think that that's mainly that's mainly the issue. Like, you know, people just need to learn that, you know, some stuff take time. You need to get to know each other and therefore you won't run into these issues. Yeah. I, and I completely agree. Like, I think it's just like the, the times that we live in. Um, a lot of people don't don't come into marriage anymore as looking at it as as a partnership. You know, it's, they come into it selfishly. And they think selfishly when it comes to the relationship itself. Um, I, I, you know, I tell people all the time because you know, people ask me, believe it or not, like, oh, you know, I'm just, you and Rachel ain't married. Y'all plan on getting married? And and I said, you know, I think my the my biggest the the biggest biggest um, issue besides other things is um, if and when I get married, I'm I'm not gonna do like my own vows. You know, it's gonna be the vows from the Bible, which specifically states, I will forsake all others. I will, you know, be with you through sickness and in health to death do us part. So my thing is if I'm saying those words, right, that means I'm also making a vow to God. So in right then and there, I made up my mind that this is for the long haul. This is it. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm, if I go against these vows, I not only will be breaking the covenant with my partner, but I will be breaking the covenant with the Lord because I made these vows not only to my partner, but also to God as well. And I think in this generation now, they're not pulling the vows from the Bible anymore. They're making their own vows. And so I feel like when you make your own vows, you don't feel like you hold any, there's no real responsibility or no real like covenant that you made that you would take serious enough to be like, okay, let me, let me honor this. You know, because if you really think about it, when you hear people in their vows, they're talking about, I will follow you to the ends of the earth and I would dive with you if you want me to dive, even though I'm scared of water. And I will forever pick roses with you in the flower garden. And I mean, it's like bullshit. Like, you know what I'm saying? And my thing is, is like, well, that's not you really making a vow to, to go love. I mean, it's, I mean, I guess, but it's not as strong as to death do us part, mm-hmm. forsake all others, to sickness and in health. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not as strong to me. And I feel like that's why people, you know, kind of go against or get divorces so easily. And that's also why I'm not so quick to be like, Oh yeah, let's get married because I know that when I make these vows, my, this covenant is not just to you; it's, it's going to be to God. And I don't, I, I can't. I that's just a covenant I wouldn't want to break. Rachel, you sound like you had something to say. I mean, I I really don't know what to say about that. Um, I don't know. I mean, I never, I, <laughs> I didn't grow up. With the Bible, so uh, I I feel like they say that at the end, till death do us part, the whole from the Bible thing. So it's like I don't know. I feel like you're already in that point of making a commitment to your partner and the God, but 
wouldn't you want to have your own words like to show your your admiration for that person on why you marry them? Are you saying this because you want to have like a poem? Because I know you do poems. So no, you, I would you... not do a poem. <laughs> <laughs> Right, your wife pronounces it like that. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I mean, I just I mean, she write poems. I mean, yeah. <laughs> Girl, you, dog, you already wrote it. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I have wrote several. That idea. I have wrote several about you, yes. But I, it, it's not all the vows of marriage. <laughs> but no, like, what if I want to do, like, I don't know, like, string quartet or... Uh, What's that have to do with vows? Like, I'm just saying, like, what if I want to do something just... To show my admiration in my words or in my feelings or through song or something. That's that cute still- and all, but that's that's not going to be where we're, we would definitely have to pull the words from the Bible in that. Cool. You can say your vows or whatever. And then I'm going to look at the pastor. Sir, can you may continue? <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord Jesus, take this wheel. I mean, that's fine. I mean, <laughs> say, that's I mean, fine. what what's. what's What's your thought? Oh, you already gave her. You already told us what. I, I mean, yeah, no, no. I mean, but if you're specifically asking me about vows, like, well, first of all, just so we clear, y'all, I, I've been married, divorced, and married again to the same person. So, mm. yeah. Anyways, but um, when we actually had our wedding wedding, right, um, we did the vows that were from the Bible. That's what we did. So, like, but but mind you, he and I both were raised by people that were a lot older, super traditional. So therefore we're a little bit more traditional in that route. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, I think going for, if we like were to have like a wedding wedding again, he would probably want to write vows this time around, but that's because clearly we're in it for a long haul. I mean, my God, I've known him since I was 14 and I'm now 40 some years old. So wow. there, you, you know what I mean? It's not, we're not going anywhere. But the, but the thing is, is like, so, you know, now we, we've already did that part. And all we're saying now is we're just, if we were to do it again, it's more like a renewal. And in the renewal, yeah. we're just, we're renewing our yeah, love for each other. I understand we've a already, renewal yeah, writing your own vows. Yeah, that exactly. is, to me, is that's completely understandable. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But. I mean, to each his own. I mean, again, that's just my own opinion. That's just how, you know, I, you know, how I view it and how I would want it. You know what I'm saying? But uh, baby, you could have been, had your own vows and been together for the past 15, 20 years. I mean, I'm not saying that having your own vows is like a a curse, you know, on, on, on the marriage. No, I'm just saying me, why I have yet to say yes and or ask anyone is because I want to be sure that when I do make that commitment, I do make that vow to God, I'm in the head space, mental and maturity space to say yes to those vows and mean them and, and, and to never have a thought about breaking those particular vows. Me. And, and it all clearly has to do with the right person before you say yes to, to even do those vows. Of course. I will hope so. 
<laughs> a white thing I ain't married yet. Oh my goodness. Well, damn. Anyway, so uh, <laughs> moving on. Well, damn. A woman's significant other wants her to change clothes because he feels the outfit is too seductive. She feels the outfit is empowering and will not change. Who's right? Explain. This is a little difficult. And I'm only saying that because I feel like there could be some variables here. Mm. Because how did you meet her? Did you meet her in those type of clothes? Mm -hmm. And you were okay with it? Or did all of a sudden she change to these type of clothes? So there has to be some variables here. Two, the other thing is, is that I don't like women tell women how to dress. I'm sorry. Let me just straight up just say that. I just, I don't, I don't. I really don't like women tell women how to dress. But I do understand if he's doing it not out of a way of being a controlling narcissist. And he's more of a protective situation, varying and depending on where they're going. I can understand it. Do I necessarily agree with it? But I'm just saying, so like, um, I I understand both sides of that story. Let me just put it that way. I understand both sides. I understand the man saying, hey, you know, I don't want everyone gawking at you. But the reason why I guess I'm kind of like not fully for that thing where, oh, you know, let me tell you how to dress is, I don't know, it dang near almost gives... You know, what's that stuff like, you know, you know, the Muslim women wear when they cover up completely? I know what you're talking about. Yeah, you know what I mean? It's starting yeah. to give real controlling. Like, that's that's the only reason why I don't like it. I just don't like it when it starts to, you know, starts to go a little too far. And it feel like it's a controlling situation as opposed to, you know, I just want you to be like, you know, I just want to protect you from what could be out there. Um, I have a couple of opinion, opinions and ways to look at this, right? Um, I would like to think I'm in my soft girl era, right? I'm in my soft girl era. And what comes with soft girl era is I'm in my submissive area. Um, and I think, you know, a lot of women think being submissive means being weak or being controlled, but I feel like being submissive actually is one of the strongest things that you can ever do because that means that whoever you're with, you trust them wholeheartedly enough not to really question what they may or may not need and or want you to do because you know that it's not coming from a jealous place. You know it's not coming from a controlling place, but you know it's coming from a protective place. Um, I know I was listening to a podcast and this guy on there said, and, and, and this this um, example came up in their podcast and he said, and he's married. And he said, um, first off, he said, he don't, he don't really tell his wife what to wear ever. He said, because the way that she dressed when he first met her is the way that she still dressed. He didn't have a problem with it. Then he don't have a problem with it now. He said, but he said, he knows I have full confidence in knowing that if he was to tell his wife, if she was to wear something and he felt it was a little too much, he knows that she has enough trust in him 
to where she would go and change. This is the thing. And he said, the reason why he said, he, he, and his thing was this, he said, a lot of women, yeah, you don't want to be told what to wear. If you feel good in the outfit, you know, if it's cute or whatever, showing off your courage and showing this and that off. He was like, yeah, I get that. He said, but a lot of times you have to understand what that could put a man in a position to have to do. He said, because let that guy out there who just had either too much to drink or just a disrespectful motherfucker, period, say something to you or or, you, or disrespects you because of you in this dress. And now me as a man, I'm your protector. So now I'm in a position to where now, okay, let me take up for her. Now I might be fist fighting in my nice zoot suit all on the ground or whatever the case may be. So a lot of the times, and this is, you know, coming from this male perspective, you know, if and when a man that you know has your best interest in heart tells you like, hey, uh, go, you know, being the occasion where we're going, maybe put something else on. He was like, hopefully you, you are in a partnership to where you trust that man to where, you know, it's not coming from a place of control, but a, a place of protection for, you know, the both, the, both of us. And I completely get that. You know what I'm saying? I understand that. Like, I wouldn't want to be, I wouldn't say I would, I would hope I wouldn't choose anyone. And again, Rachel have never told me to go change or anything like that. Cause I, I just don't dress that way anyway, but I will hope, or I want to be and or, you know, in, in a relationship where I can, I have so much trust that I can sub- submit to the point to where if asked and or needed to do something, I wouldn't even question. Now, Rachel and I are working on that because I have been, you know, I, it has been just me and only me only took care of me for a very, very long time. So again, um, and being that we are in a same sex relationship, some submission comes both ways in this situation. You know, it, it, it just, it's a little different. Uh, we, that we'll talk about that on another episode, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, you know, if I was, if, if I was in a heterosexual relationship and, you know, the man that I was with felt that what I was wearing was too seductive or just wasn't appropriate for the evening that, you know, we may be going out to have, I would like to think I would trust him enough to just go ahead and change because I know, you know, he probably, you know, have, I'm sure, or will hope he has my best interest in mind and it's not on some selfish, I'm just want to control you type thing. Right. I mean, then again, there's those men out there. And I think what you said is valid too. Well, how was, how was she dressing before him? Like, is that what attracted you to her was the the fact that she was dressing like that? So, you know, a lot of, a lot of this come. And again, and if, if your thing is, oh, I was attracted to her because I thought all she was going to be was a fuck buddy. So I didn't mind how she dressed, but now I wanted to be more serious. So now she has to switch up. No, that's not how that works, you know. And then no, again, that, that can you. be that's also can be a conversation. I mean, she might be willing to switch up. Who knows? You know what I'm saying? But it starts with a conversation at the end of the day. Right. But ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening again to All Talk No Chaser or Love V Day Edition. Finally said it right. Um, and I hope everyone out there, I want everybody to know, like having just valentine's day is a man-made thing you should be having valentine if you are in a relationship or hello if you are even in a relationship with yourself you should be having a valentine's day every single 
day. It, it, you know, that love shouldn't just be reserved for just one particular day. Hopefully whoever you with, you know, is showing you their love every day, you know, and hopefully if you, if you are single, uh, whether it be by choice or not by choice, hopefully you are still showering yourself with love every day. You know why? Because we deserve it. We deserve it. And so since we deserve it, we should have it. Um, Sammy, so you have, you want to leave anything with the people before we head out of here on this uh, V-Day edition? So I just always do like, look, I, I actually really like Valentine's Day. And that's just because I'm a super, super busy person. So I don't get day in and day out with my husband. It's just not possible. One, he on a different time clock for me. So I really appreciate it and like it because it, it's just a reminder for me to be like, hey, you need to slow down and pay attention. But <laughs> like, um, I really try to live by like the rule of two. So and that usually means we go on about two dates a month. And then twice a year, we go on like, a mini kind of vacation, maybe even a staycation. And then every two years we go on a real vacation. Like, so, you know what I mean? I mean, that got yeah. cut a little short with COVID, but you know what I mean? Yeah. That's what we try to do. Yeah. So I'm just saying, so, you know, if you, something to think about, something to do. No, that's dope. I, I respect that. I like that. The rule of two. I like that a lot, you know, to at least two dates a month and, two staycations a year and two uh, different vacations every two years or one major vacation every two years. I think that's what you said, Sammy. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah that's dope. I like that. The rule of two. Um, myself as well. I'm at the rule of three. I'm on three dates. I want three. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I'm actually quite simple. Even if it is three or four days, I ain't talking about nothing. Extravagant. Then it could just be a little picnic in the park. Um, that's my thing. I'm, I'm pretty simplistic, but you know, I just want to say thank you guys for tuning in and listening to all talk, no chaser. Once again, um, this was our love edition and, um, we are coming back to you very, very soon, um, with good topics, hot topics and, you know, whatever's going on at social media world or just in our personal lives or, and, or your personal life, we are here for it. And we are here to give the tea and all that, um, and all that jive. No, I guess, let me just stop. <laughs> all right you guys thank you for tuning in continue to keep us going guys you know um if there's any topics that you want to hear us talk about please i say this every episode send us a dm um if you want to be on with us send us a dm we the more the merrier um uh, sammy c thank you girl my my co-host with the most host and rachel thank you my girl for joining us on today say goodbye to the people our people sammy c all right y'all until next time i'll talk no chase we out bye